Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Football Friday, baby. The last one before the last one of the season. It is. The time The time has flown. The offseason is upon us. I'm, I'm getting... I got so giddy today because I was driving in listening to Payne and Pendergast, mm-hmm. as I always do. And I was listening to John Harris, man. Oh, yeah. That draft energy is just so much more. It's weird because the less you need and the further down you're picking, the more hope you have, the more the possibilities are just endless. Like last year, it was, hey, should they take a quarterback? Are they going to take a quarterback? Are these quarterbacks going to suck? Are we going to suck for a long time? Now it's just like. We can go position by position. It's not urgent. And and it goes back to what I talked about yesterday. The best pass, the best routes, the the best time to get on the road. And this is where the Texans are, is when you have multiple multiple routes. You have multiple routes, and you can still reach your destination. You can take the toll road. You can take the highway. You can take the back roads. There are so many possibilities right now for the Texans. There are so many formulas for success that it's giddy. John, John Harris had me really giddy. He had me really, really, really excited uh, looking ahead to this draft. Well, because you're selective now. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're going to go eat sushi at your favorite place on Sunday night in Las Vegas. We're not going. You, you can be selective to the ones that you want and you think are the best for you. You don't have to be like I'm just. Well, starving. you don't have to be selective because it's a uh, it's a gym hole in the it's a gym all you can eat. Yeah, but and a, they'll do half like rolls and they'll do half rolls for you. But isn't it like so a, you don't have to you can do whatever you want. Different uh, types of sushi. 120. You can get skewers. You can get miso soup. You can get some edamame for the table if you'd like. Yeah, whatever you want to do, man. Yeah, but whatever I, you want to do. But I'm gonna be selective. I'm gonna pick the ones that are just right for me. That's where the Texans are right now. They're gonna pick the you ones. You strike that are me as like a California roll or Philadelphia roll. You start, yeah, that's a, let, let, let me get John Lopez's order. One edamame, <laughs> one California roll, one Philadelphia roll, and one uh, dumpling. What's wrong with the California roll, though? Come on, It's bro. just plain? It's Come called gyoza. Well, okay. Once again, you have no idea. Uh, it's the Lay's chips, sushi. <laughs> nah, California rolls just something you throw in there. It's just there. It, it's okay. Kinda, it's, it's, okay. It's kind of uh, run of the mill, uh, very uh, down the middle of the road kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I usually have it to the There's side. Nothing wrong with it. What's your favorite roll? I get sashimi. I like I like just the just the, the fish. 
Sashimi is really good. I'm, you, I'm a rainbow guy. No, no, I'll get some rolls on this. You yeah, know, no, I'll, ra- I'll mix in some rolls. They got some. They got some uh, baked rolls too that take like 15 minutes. Uh, yeah, well, they those go are good. Oh yeah, those I mean, if good. you're getting them, you're getting them. Uh, but like, I always like the sashimi because you get all the flavor of just the yeah. fish. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're wrong again. Nah, I, I'm just, I was just messing with you. Nah, you're adventurous. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just effing with you on that. Uh, rainbow rolls do it for me, brother. Philadelphia but, rolls and California rolls. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, whatever. There's nothing wrong with that. That's all right. Yeah, that's something you throw on a Chinese buffet or something. There, yeah. There's a lot in that. Yeah, there's a lot in that. That ain't it. Mm-hmm. But the possibilities are endless. Is is all I'm saying with the Texans. Like there's, there's multiple roads. Like in the past, it was Deshaun saves all butts. Mm-hmm. Uh, before that, it was. I mean, I don't even know. Like, I, I know that they had a good team with Well, you just had to grab and go. Yeah, you, you had to grab. No, but, yeah. but in this situation, like, there's just so many – there's so many paths. There, CJ gets better, and he gets more capable of car- uh, carrying you. Uh, they figure out how to run the ball. They, they look at the defense. They look at the offense. And there's just – no matter what the path is, there's reason for optimism. Yes, absolutely. And it's fun. It's fun. It's you're, not stressful. You're, you're selective. You can get particular things. You can be. You can actually be like uh, not just not just you know position of need. I mean, every you know you, you can you can go position of need rather than boy we need everything. No, it's a it's a good place to be. I did listen to to uh, John Harris this morning, and it was uh, pretty strong. It was pretty. It got you all fired up and jazzed up. Working for, a jug machine for what they're going to be doing. Uh, we're in a good spot, man, and it's very, very—it's a very weird feeling to be like that. Well, it's just nice because we're not trying to get to know a coach, you know. Right. I mean, you're not—you're not trying to to get to know a coach and figure out, you know, what is this guy about and what what's, what's this he type of do? player? Yeah, like, uh, hey, what offense are they going to run? Uh, yeah, you know what the offense is. You know who the coaches are going to be. You know what the quarterback is. You know what the coach is. You know that you got some young players you're excited about and. That's just where we are, man. That's exactly where we are. Now, that's the good Is the news. GM and the coach on the same? Yeah. Are they on the same path? Yeah. Hey, that's the good news. I got some bad Are they aligned? I got some bad <laughs> news. I got some bad news in 13 minutes. You have bad news. I have bad news. I don't want bad news. I, 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 we've really got to address it in 13 minutes. All right. We really got to address it. You know this. I'm up for anything. I just, yeah. I'm a little concerned about this. Does it have to do with us or the Texans? It has to do with the Texans. I'm not. I'm, I don't make the show about us. Man. It's, yeah. it's about the people. Yeah. It's about the team. Yeah, I will say we are Twinkies today. By the way. Yeah, I noticed. Did that. you notice that, Figgy? Yeah, yeah that happens. When I you almost get the wore that shirt today too, man. <laughs> man. Are you wearing joggers? Look at you. What's wrong with that? You look like a beast. <laughs> <laughs> this dude looks like yeah. a freaking monster hey, today. Man. Look at this. I look can at be this cool. classy I dude. I can be cool. No, those are like adult joggers, man. <laughs> Those are sick. Oh uh, yeah. What are we doing? Who got you those, Jacob? Uh, Jan. Okay, Jan. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see you. She can't keep her hands off me. Oh, uh, I, 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 I can see why. <laughs> I can see why, my Actually, friend. I don't know. I don't, I don't know the last time she got her hands on me. <laughs> are you the new? Uh, so, so you're the new. My wife doesn't love me. Guy? No, God, no, <laughs> no. I was just kidding around. We got to fill that void. Yeah. After this week. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do have to fill that void. So, with, with back, back back to the point at hand, you know, being selective and being, uh, you know, able to to get the players that you want that fit a particular need, etc. You know what made me feel good last night, and it's a little bit of, con- of a confession because I said I was absolutely, positively not going to do this. 
I watched the Pro Bowl skills a little bit. I did too, and I, I loved it. No, I did too, and I loved it. And it made me feel good. I loved it, it dude. Dude, it's better than all NBA All Star Weekend it, it, now. It, 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 it's pretty dang entertaining. It's, it's cool. It's pretty entertaining. No, it's pretty cool seeing CJ throw. I was into yeah, that that yeah. throwing thing. Yeah, that was tight. That's and the he almost won. He almost won. Uh, yeah, he did. And yep. then they did the trick catch, and they were doing all that. Yeah, it was sick. Man. I, I was. Just, I enjoyed it. They might have something. Uh, well, they're on to something if you're not going to have contact, for sure. Well, they're going to have the flag football Sunday, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool, man. And I, I, CJ was doing his thing. But it, CJ was pissed, by the way, they lost. I was glad he lost. Thank you. That's what I was going to say. Confession, I was glad because I think <laughs> I think that type of stuff bothers him. I think, I think that'll motivate him, and it's not like a huge L. That's what made me feel good. First of all, you got a guy that people want to watch doing that. Yeah. Uh, he's the quarterback, and he looked, like, competitive. Like, everything you've heard about him. Oh, he's pissed. Oh, he was really competitive He was pissed about that he lost. Like, that last one over the top down yeah. the middle, he was like, dang it. He, was yeah. <laughs> he, lo- he had to throw the long one. But he was like, uh, and then uh, Baker said something to him, said, all right, we'll see. <laughs> By the way, Baker Mayfield's a likable guy. He's the best. He even made a joke about, uh, yeah. yeah, well, last time I went against CJ, 39 seconds was too much time, or, so, or <laughs> yeah, 43 yeah. seconds or whatever was too much time. Yeah, yeah. No, he's the best. I've, I, I've said it all year long. He's just likable. He's, yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing not to like about Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I, I enjoyed watching that, man. The C.J. Stroud uh, pump up, all that stuff. I, I enjoyed but it. But all that stuff just much. makes you feel better about where the Texans are. Yeah, you feel It good. shouldn't even be related. I'm just glad I don't have to get to know a coach. Exactly. Some silly... I, that's, I'm so glad. Some silly Pro Bowl competition should oh, let's have... Let's hear what D'Amico says at his press conference. <laughs> exactly. Will he have the final say? Uh, like that little silly event last night shouldn't have anything to do with how we feel about the Texans. And yet it does, because you're like, okay, we got a dude, and and he's popular, and, and he's doing these things, and he's competitive. This is how into it people are, man. The seven one three is pissed off on the text line. But Shout out to all the people on the YouTube. They didn't follow the rules in the final. The targets were supposed to be dead once it was hit. Baker took multiple one point hits. They're pissed off that those bastards uh, that that Baker Mayfield yeah. took the skills count from. We got, we them. That's that's the passion we got with the Texans. They used to not even be able to fill the damn stadium. Exactly. We got people. There's there's another person. Baker Mayfield cheated. Here's a, here's another person. C.J. Stroud should have won. I don't know what the hell was going on there. I didn't even look at this, man. You got you got people ticked off that he lost. Yeah, yeah, that's the difference. That's where we're at. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes, very much. <laughs> NFL honors next week. By the way, mm-hmm. C.J. Stroud, D'Amico Ryan's going to be there. Uh, talked to uh, Weeksy yesterday. He's going to join us. Oh, I got some Weeks stuff that'll blow you away. Yeah, he'll be there. John Weeks got mm-hmm. a uh, one-year contract yesterday. Mm-hmm. So John Weeks will hashtag run it back. Uh, he'll come cut up with us. We'll have some fun. For with sure, him. we'll have some fun with him a little bit. Absolutely, for common sure. folk, John. Mm-hmm. He's one of us. Yeah, he's a loophole. He's up for Walter Payton Man of the Year. Yes, he is. So he's. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not going to give it to a deep snapper, though, right? How do you know? I mean, they're just not. They're going to give it to a deep snapper. No, they're not. I was just trying. Yeah. To, I was just trying to state the case for. Him. No, they're not going to. I mean, he's our man of the year, but <laughs> he got to wear the sticker at the end of the year. That's good. The little Walter Payton sticker on his helmet. What is that? You know the little Walter Payton sticker that I didn't the, notice. The, yeah, if you win it, uh, the actual Walter Payton Man of the Year for the league. Yeah, you get the patch for the rest of your career. But when you get nominated, you get the little sticker on your helmet. So he had that. Ah, uh, cool. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Awesome. You should pay attention. That's sick, dude. Yeah. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. That's legit. Yeah. What's the matter with you today? No, nothing. I'm saying, <laughs> that's cool, man. Good for him. Cool patch, dude. That's cool. Nice patch, Weeks. Yeah. It looks great. I'm sure we got some pictures. Yeah, let's get it. Mm-hmm. Get the patch. 
figure it out. Good guy. Who would the Walter Payton Man of the Year be at Sports Radio 610? Uh, I don't know. Uh, let me think. Probably Sean or... or uh... No. No? No, not this year. No. Not, not, not this year. No, <laughs> not this year. Maybe in the past, not this Maybe year. Maybe Figgy. But it has Perhaps. a lot to do with charity. Perhaps Figgy. Nah, but, like, I want authentic charity. I don't want, like, I'm emceeing with a big name and yeah. here's the cause. Yeah. Yeah, I want, I want like, authentic. Figgy's in the sticks. Yeah. You got to give it to Figgy. I'd have to say me. Figgy or Tyler? I raised $20,000 for the uh, Texas Boys Outdoors. Yeah, but you were wearing an OG sauce shirt when you did it. Like there so? Was, there, was, there was a, <laughs> yeah, like, let's be honest. You don't like $20,000 for yeah, first it was, responders? It was, free, it was free good pub. Let's be real. What's the matter with you today? <laughs> 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 How much money did you raise for first responders? By the way, Mr. Whoever you were yesterday was giving me a hard time. I what raised, do you mean? I raised, remember when he called in about the... Uh, oh, the Mark Andrews... Uh, Mark uh, Andrews thing? Life-saving thing? I raised 20 large for you, man. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> you did your thing, man. That's right. Yeah, you did your thing. <laughs> now, I'd say the Walter Payton Man of the Year. I'd have to give it to Figgy. I don't know. Tyler's kind of a slime ball. What charities does he work with? Figgy? Well, I mean, Tyler's absolutely a slime ball. Well, I'm just talking about the vibe here. I'm just kidding. I think he's good for the vibe. <laughs> yeah. Not Sean, not Seth, not me. It's got to be me. Not you, not Clint. It's got to be me. Yeah, it's got to be Figgy. It's got to be me. It's got to be Figgy. It has to be me. And I've done other charity stuff, too. It's got to be Figgy. Yeah. yeah. All kinds of appearances. Yeah, so I think John be in the sticks a lot, too, man. Is there, like, I, I've done charity. Is, what does that mean? I didn't say it until you brought it up. I know, but I mean, like, I've done charity. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, I'm saying that's a big element. So did Jerry Sandusky. Like, I did charity. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I, that's charity is like the biggest front for sliminess ever. Uh, and I'm not saying you're doing Sandusky things. I'm just saying I've done charity. I, just I, I, I feel dirty you just saying that. I'd never said I've it. Done you, charity? you brought yeah. it up. You brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> so charity's bad. No, it's not bad, but it's <laughs> but it's one of the biggest fronts that there is. That it there can, can be. be. Yeah, it I'll can, put it that way. Yeah, it's one of the biggest fronts that there can be, right? Yeah. It can be. For sure. Jack Easterby has a charity. Uh, does he raise any money? Greatest champion. Yeah. Does he raise any money? Yeah, he raises money so he can take plane flights and do job interviews. B. Scott says it's definitely him. B. Scott is up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah, agree. B. Scott and Figgy are up there for yeah. sure. Yeah. I-, I would say they're up there. But not me. No. No chance. No, you have a chance, but, <laughs> but uh, I-, I would say, like, yeah, you got a shot. <laughs> no, you got a good chance. But don't say it's because I do charity. That scares me. I didn't say that. That worries me. Yeah, never said that. Yeah, you did. No, I said I raised twenty thousand dollars. Said I did charity. I no. I said there. Said how much charity you got? No, I never said any of that. I said it was a big charity element. I got to be involved because I raised twenty thousand dollars for first responders, and then I've done some other little stuff that I can't remember right now. But here and there, I yeah, it's got to be B Scott. Yeah, yeah. What charity did he work with? Uh, B Scott. Yeah. So do it got to be charity? It's a big element of it. I mean, look, look up, look up the Walter Payton Award. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. There you go. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Figgy, I'll ask you. What the hell's the matter with him today? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think he. I think he getty. I think he ready for I, Vegas. I mean, he man. always dumps on stuff. Just look at Twitter. Uh, but <laughs> what I do oh, on Twitter? Damn. What I do on Twitter? <laughs> there was an article written about you. Where? On Twitter. I didn't see it. Yeah. I didn't. I, uh, I legit didn't see it. For, but you, who, you, who wrote it? You seem to be. Who wrote it, Figgy? I think it was Lamont. Okay. 
Oh, I didn't see that. Uh, okay. <laughs> Someone wrote an it was, article. It, is Landry a hipster? <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't see that. Uh, yeah, I, did, I didn't see any article on that. Oh, <laughs> Must boy. Must have missed that one. Mm-hmm. Must have missed that one. Um, but yeah, nah. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, like Walter Payton, man. You, you gotta. You're just, you're just excited it. and you're anxious. You're like the kid before Christmas. No, I'm actually focused, man. Mm-hmm. I got, I got the, I got, I got some work to do. Mm-hmm. I got some work to do to get ready for these shows, man. Because I, I do. The one thing about these shows, these Super Bowl shows, is, I, I think, I think sometimes people take this like cool experience and they just make it about them and it's basically just bragging about everything you did and. Talking to crappy ass guests and yep, yep and yep and just making it like not it it should be it should be it should feel big but it should also resemble a Your show man yeah it should also resemble a radio show yeah that's what I'm saying it's got to be a yeah, show like where everyone does it, should, it, it should feel like the same show but y'all just in different yeah, locations we don't need to break down everything it, it, it'll come up every once in a while there'll be some stuff no there's but, cool stuff in fact yeah we, I think it, I think it's an extra challenge man we made a decision independent of you yesterday about uh, the show next week okay yeah what are we doing we're gonna do passing thoughts every day on everything we see on, yeah that's on, good on life on Ve- in Vegas I think that's and, good uh, you know guests uh, yeah. who was a hit who was not a hit yeah uh, you know maybe things we see in the casino restaurants that's a really good idea yeah that's a really good idea passing like thoughts that. every day yeah passing thoughts every day that's, mm-hmm. that's that's an excellent idea well thank you thank uh, Parker too yeah I like that mm-hmm. not hey dude we saw that isn't it cool to be here hey look over there Hey, what's up? It's mm-hmm. uh, Leon Searcy here on behalf of, uh, I don't know, Nerf football. <laughs> <laughs> Leon Searcy alive. I'm going to say. I always feel so bad. Yeah. Hold on. I'm going to say. Tell me Leon I'm going to say yes. Alive. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. Yeah, he's alive. Thank yeah. God. Yeah. 54 years old. Thank God. Yeah. Lord. You didn't kill hey. Leon Searcy. Young. Yeah, well, yeah, he's 54, man. Coming up, with all the positive changes with the Texans, has the biggest problem remained the same and perhaps gotten worse? We need to get into this next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Peggy, let's hit him big time. Houston, let's get in the loop. All the jokes are coming fast and furious every time y'all talk about this guy. With Landry Locker. Landry, I mean, you're going to be in midday forever now. And John Lopez. On occasion, Lopez makes a statement that's so ludicrous, it makes me pick my phone up and call you guys. You're in the loop on Houston's Sports Leader. Your champ. Sports Radio All right, so with all the positive changes with the Texans, has the biggest problem remained the same and perhaps gotten worse? I'm talking about the offensive line. I heard John Harris this morning with Sean and Seth, and I've said it, you've said it. I, I think if you follow the money and you look at what's happened it seems like the Texans, for better or worse, you don't feel awesome about the offensive line, but you feel like they're, quote, set because of everything that they've invested in the in the O-line. Mm-hmm. You have the highest-paid left tackle in the league. You have, the high, you have one of the highest-paid right tackles in the league. You have one of the highest-paid right guards in the league. You have a left guard who's a first-round pick. You have another guy who's a second-round pick that might play center, and you have an array of other guys in the mix. Mm-hmm. So when we say that the Texans are set, we're not even saying that they're set at the offensive line like as far as you feel awesome that this is going to be one of the best offensive lines in the league. It's that they're set and that they've invested a lot in there. And C.J. Stroud is a good enough quarterback to where maybe he can overcome a meh offensive line, which he did this season without Titus Howard. And we don't even know what Titus Howard's going to be. But I heard John Harris say this, John. Mm-hmm. And it got me thinking. The offensive line has been a problem for this organization for a long time. Even when they've invested, it's been a problem with King Bill and with Nick Casario. Here's what John Harris said, and it it just had me wondering. Is the Texans' biggest problem remaining the same? and, and, And is there something that they can do about it, or are they stuck? Limmer is fantastic. And I, I know we've we, you know, we've talked about the Texans in the interior and how they're going to do this. If they ended up drafting Limmer on day three, I, I would dance a jig in the studio. He is tough. He's physical. He's played both center and guard. Um, he's he's strong. Um, it obviously doesn't show up on sweat on that rep. But if you saw the rep from the day before, you'd yeah. see a guy that's 305, 310, getting up under a 370 guy and moving him two yards off the line of scrimmage. So I really like, I like Limmer. Um, I talked to a few of the scouts there. They really, they really like him. Okay. Um, as an interior player, I think Limmer would be a really, really good fit um, for the Texans. But, I, you know, again, they've put so many assets into the offensive line. It was kind of hard to watch the offensive line and fall in love with guys because I just I don't know that they're going to end up um, in, in Houston. That last part right there is what you were talking about, right? Because I, I, I thought the same thing uh, when I heard that. It's like – well, what are we doing here? If you're trying to find those final pieces everywhere, um, why are we just sort of like raising our hands and saying, well, accept the offensive line because we're, quote, set. By the way, set, I don't like the connotation on set. 
because set means like you're good to go, right? We got to come up with something. Like they're trapped. They're they're trapped. Stuck. They're they're stuck with the offensive line. That's better, Figgy. Um, so if you're like, all we got to do is tweak here and tweak there. All we got to do is find one player here and one player there. Man, why are you just tossing up your hands and saying, oh, well, except the offensive line? I, I, I said this last week. I know it's very, very, very difficult. You got to find a way, man. <laughs> you got to find – you got to manipulate – I don't know what. Redo con- – I don't know. Uh, but, but, but you got to find a way. If you're just, like, tweaking, why are you just, like, raising a white flag on the offensive line? Well, hopefully they'll well, be better. I, I, I don't disagree. It's just – you're stuck, man. You're stuck. But I, I I don't know if it's a bad thing. Like I, it's not like being stuck with like like it's it's not like being stuck with Brock Osweiler or something like that where they found their way to get out of it. They got yeah. creative and they like I don't feel like it's like that much stuck. I think it can function. But I it's almost like having a car with 100,000 miles on it that doesn't that doesn't run as well as you'd like. You can make it work, mm-hmm. but let's say that you're upside down in that in in that car. It, you you're still not you're still not getting your return on investment. Would you drive it to the Super Bowl? Yeah. No. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know that the Texans. I don't know that we'll we'll find a place where we look at the Texans' offensive line and we look at the chunk of pie that it's taking through draft equity, through salary cap, et cetera. I don't know that we'll get to a place and say, man, they're really getting their their money's worth there. Right. And that's yeah. and that's unfortunate. It shouldn't be. But there there are other ways that you can make it better, but but I I think that's just what it is though. No, no, it is what it is. I don't want to say it is what it is, but I but in this situation I think it fits. So do you just raise the white flag and say, Oh well, when everything else is pointing toward maybe a, a run at the conference championship, if not further? I'll put it this way. If it, it will be a damn shame. It will be a real damn shame. That with how we feel about D'Amico's ability to call defense, with how we feel about the potential next step, which is an elite step for Derek Stingley, Will Anderson, Christian Harris, C.J. Stroud, Nico Collins and Tank Dell continuing to develop, and Nick Casario and D'Amico Ryans filling in those holes, it will be, I mean, it'll be more than a kick to the junk. It'll almost be a John Wayne Bobbitt Mm -hmm. uh, removal of the junk. If the offensive line is what prevents you from getting where you want to get, given everything that you've invested in it, yes, and and, and it also the 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 worst thing about it, it, it of all the possibilities, it seems like the most realistic thing that could end up being something that we look at a year from now and say, damn, they paid Titus Howard like an elite right tackle. He ain't that. Yeah, yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm going to put some names on this. Because I think it's going to illustrate even more. Are you going to put offensive line free agents? No, no, like no, no, okay. no, no, no. I don't no, want to go no. in those sticks. No, right imagine this. And, and I tried to make it as realistic as possible, okay? Realistic in a perfect world. Let's say they sign Gabe Davis. 
uh, as a free agent wide receiver. I was talking about him yesterday. Let's say they sign Saquon Barkley and they, they draft Blake Corum, the receiver out of Michigan. And we're going into camp. We're going into the 2024 season saying, man, we got all these dudes. We got C.J. Stroud. We got, you know, whatever. They get another tight end somewhere down the road. Oh, wait a minute. How good are they going to be with this offensive line? Like, if you get if you get Gabe Davis, Saquon, draft a Blake Corum, draft a tight end that's pretty good, we're like, hell yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. It depends on the offensive line. That's what I'm saying. You have to figure out something. You can't just raise the white flag on a position that is that crucial. Maybe you're going to say, oh, well, they're making the offensive line better, and maybe they will. But we're going to have this question four, five, eight games into next season if, if until they start proving otherwise. Even if you get all these guys. I mean, what do you do, though, man? There's nothing. I mean, it's, it, like, it's nothing, bro. Unless you, like, take your loss and try to trade somebody. And, all right, let me ask you this. What do you do? Like, what do you do, Figgy? And, 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 and you, you and I can relate to this. I don't know if Lopez can. Um, sorry, it's just been you've, – you've been very established for a long time, sir. Mm -hmm. What do you do when you sign a bad lease? You try to make do, right? Yeah. You try to make do. You try to you try to figure out like or, what, what or am I, I gonna do here? Or, or some people try to skip out on that lease, man, I and mean, just take the bad credit. Oh, that's a long term problem. That, that's what I'm saying. Like so do so do Nick Casario try to possibly trade Titus or something and now, just I, have no to, one wants that. I, I, I know that, but Who's going to trade for him? Yeah, of all the... But like, it's going to be a lump side trade if he do. It, it yeah. seems like a small thing, but like right now, like I'm looking at Titus Howard and I'm saying, man, like... I guess I'm glad they don't need a right tackle, but I don't know. I'm not comfortable enough to say they don't need a right tackle. No. <laughs> that's No. I mean, that's, what, that's, that's how I feel about it. Like, I... I'm not even comfortable enough to say that. Like, is Titus Howard as good at what he does as Devin Singletary is? And we're saying they got to upgrade Devin Singletary. No, like we've, we've seen no. like is is Titus Howard as a right tackle, and we, we I mean hell, he probably should be there the whole time, but that's another issue on itself. We won't go in those sticks. But we're we're sitting here saying, man, Nico Collins was awesome, Tank Dell was awesome, but hey, maybe they should sign Mike Evans. Maybe they should try to yeah. upgrade, right? Yeah. We're, we're, we're sitting here saying, hey, you know, uh, Devin Singletary, he did a good job. He was better than David Pierce. But, hey, they, they probably need to upgrade that, right? Mm-hmm. Titus Howard's is kind of there. I mean, I, how good is he? he uh, he's Because he's top five. The point is he's a top five highest paid right tackle right now. Yeah. That's the whole issue. How's that going to work? I don't know. I hope it works great. I hope he's awesome. I mean, if he, if, if he can attack – uh, like he does searching his name on Twitter, then then you're in good shape. Then you you got you got bookends right there. No, but I I I can't sit here and pound the table and say okay, the Texans are set it are, are set on the offensive line. Well, that's why I put those names. You would be set everywhere, but then you would go, oh wait, you know we gotta we gotta see how the offensive line plays. Oh, it's only one of the most important things there is yeah. to C.J. Stroud because right now it feels like it feels like with this offensive line, Saltgrass is one of my favorite restaurants. Mm -hmm. It's one of my favorite restaurants. I uh, love Sawgrass. I am aware. I'm a big fan. Yes, sir. But I don't want to pay state 48 prices for Sawgrass. Mm -hmm. That's what it feels like the Texans are doing with their offensive line. Yeah. You're going to Sawgrass and, and the check comes out and all of a sudden you're dealing with the three-figure check instead of the yeah. nice two-figure check that makes Sawgrass Sawgrass. Still good. Yeah. Still some good food. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, that's you don't, you don't really... Most people are going... I got a steak at Kirby Ice House the other day. Yeah. 25 bucks. What a deal. Yeah. I enjoyed the heck out of it. Yeah. Would I have paid 130 for it? Exactly. Nope. 
That's what I feel like they're doing. <laughs> nope. Yeah, that's what I feel. That's what yeah. I feel like is going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. We got we got uh, some ground beef chuck, and uh, <laughs> we're paying for fillets. And uh, and hopefully that changes. That can change. We can see. I mean, maybe it becomes more cohesive. Maybe the running back makes the offensive line better. CJ naturally, all that type. No, of that's stuff. what I'm saying. We'll that's going to be said. It's not a lost cause. But we won't know until what four, five, six games into the season. But I don't look at it as a lost cause. Do you? Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> I oh just, my! I didn't say anything. Hey, yeah. And sometimes not saying anything speaks volumes, sir. Landry Locker, John Lopez. Figgy Fig with you here on Houston Sports Leader, Sports Radio 610. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I didn't say anything. Is that problem still here? Coming up, C.J. Stroud goes national. Super Bowl business is picking up. We're going to localize it next. We're making the stories from outside the loop matter to you. This is Localize It. Don't you know I'm local? You're in the loop on Houston's Sports Leader. Sports Radio 610. All right, so the Super Bowl, big game. Um, It's nine days away. San Francisco 49ers, D'Amico Ryan's former team, Bobby Slowick's former team as well. They're going to be in action against the Chiefs. And I'm wondering, have D'Amico and Nick Casario gotten comfortable? And I don't say that as a bad thing. Sometimes being comfortable can be a bad thing, Mm -hmm. whether it's a relationship, whether it's hell. I mean, Bill O'Brien probably got a little bit comfortable. Uh, King Bill. But if you look at the, uh, why you always got to give the creepy smile when the chick walks by? I did not give a creepy smile. (laughs) Anyway, um, (laughs) D'Amico. Let me look on YouTube to Uh, see. Yeah, I curled my lip like like most people do. Check the tape. Like most people, when you see somebody go. Check the tape. Check the tape. Kind of nod your head. Check the tape. I thought your tongue was out. Um, (laughs) D'Amico and Bobby Slowick, like in their history, outside of the first two years, 2017 and 2018, three out of their last four years in San Francisco, they were in no worse than the NFC title game. So they were right there on the edge. They lost in the NFC ship in 2021 and 2022. They lost in the bowl in 2019. Feels like the Texans right now are kind of a little bit closer to that. They've also had the gradual climb up where they went from six and ten, four and twelve yeah. to Super Bowl. Yeah. So they they've been in they, they went in there with Shanahan, six and ten, four and twelve, Super Bowl. Yes. Lost. Jimmy Garoppolo, make the throw. So they might be more in their comfort zone with functioning as an organization right now with where the Texans are as opposed to where they were heading into last season. Right. This is where they're at, you know, year-to-year league, all that type of stuff, the standard and all that. Nick Casario, though, is the one I want to focus on as we localize this. For 20 years-ish, Nick Casario was with an organization where the offseason was pivotal because a good offseason would put you – perhaps in this game, but at the very least, very close. You had a quarterback that you felt good about. You had weapons that you felt good about. And you approached the offseason basically as a way to to take the next step, which could end up being the ultimate step. Mm -hmm. For three years now, Nick Casario, he's had to hire coaches. He's had to clear cap space. He's had to go into drafts looking to 
just start a foundation. Just establish a foundation. Yeah. There's no elite core. There's no top-tier talent. Hell, I, a year ago at this time, we were arguing about whose jersey you buy at the and shop. Yeah. Now I think it's a little bit of a difficult decision with all the guys that, that have been established and that have established themselves. It's a tough decision. Is, is Nick Casario now, and again, it's obviously different because he had to answer to Bill Belichick in New England. Mm-hmm. But is Nick Casario now kind of like in a comfort zone where this is this is where this is where he he knows where to function, he knows what it takes, he's seen the mistakes that have been made, perhaps that in certain years where New England came up short and maybe they lacked certain stuff, he saw the way that that was approached. Like, is it possible that Nick Casario, after three years of being out of his comfort zone, is now right where he knows where to be and is comfortable being? I'm going to answer that with a question. I actually thought of this yesterday when you and I were talking about this. If if the bosses, the big bosses came up to you and said, hey, Mark Vandermeer is sick. You got to do play-by-play on Sunday of the I Texans can't do game. play-by-play. No, no. You don't have a choice. You have to. I'd suck. Okay. You'd make the most of it. <laughs> no, I would you, suck. You, you would try your very hardest. I'd be terrible. You would try I to do, relate to that. You would try to I'd do everything you can to make it work. I've done it. I've done it twice. I suck. That's what I'm saying. You, you, but you would like. You don't have a choice. You have to. Yeah. All right. You yeah. would. You would make the most of it and and maybe actually come out of it on the other end pretty good. Who knows? I, I, I mean, I, I might, but it, less it would be more. But then after Sunday, you're back to doing talk radio. I would just say, what would Al do? What would Al Michaels do? <laughs> But that's what Nick Casario was doing. He was he was not doing what he does best, what he excels at. Or what he knows, right? What he knows and what he can be elite at. He's back doing what he can be elite at. He he was he was Landry Locker trying to do play by play of a Texans game. Yeah. Uh, rough. Uh, but no, he was trying to get coaches knowing that they wouldn't last. He was getting players knowing that they were just here for a cup of coffee. He was trying to manipulate the, the, the most controversial moment in in Texans history more than likely with Deshaun Watson he was he was he was he had eight balls up trying to juggle eight balls he had eight balls up trying to juggle eight balls now he's just doing what he does elite so that's the answer to your question yes I, I in fact speaking of elite I think he can he can have an elite offseason because there's nothing well, he did last year like like but but there was there's nothing else to worry about so that's how I would answer it. Yes, yes, he's he he can be a lead again. He can be what he's most comfortable with. Uh, you know, to use the analogy I just used, he's back doing talk radio. You know, he doesn't have to do play by play anymore. I just gotta wonder, man, and he'll never answer it. He's gonna be on Radio Row, right? I don't know. I mean, I want he's he's got to go on with Sean and Seth, right? For I don't sure, know. Sure, have they yeah. booked it? I mean, I, I would think Nick Casario, Texans GM, joining us on the show. Nick, you okay on time right if he's now? Out there, if he's out there, he's got to go on with uh, Sean and Seth. If he's out there, yes. Yeah, he's got that's yeah. that's their dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I would like to I, I would like to ask him like a couple questions, you know, mm-hmm. just about you know how comfortable are you? And he'll give the well, you never get comfortable. No, nah, seriously, yeah. I'd, I'd interrupt him. <laughs> Not nah, seriously. Like, let's be serious. Like, how much more comfortable is this than having to go through yeah. a head coaching search and all that type of stuff? Yeah, for real. No, I I, I think. I think he, if he, you give him the you know the, the truth serum as, as people like to say, he would be like, whew, whew, "This is what I this is what I was born to do right here," you know, walking around at the Senior Bowl in Mobile and and, and looking at tape and, and talking to guys and interviewing and scouting and all that. I don't have to mess with all that other crap anymore. No, he he could be he could have an elite offseason. 
I mean, it, it's not. It, the thing is, it's not. They don't have like three needs. They have more, but it's not. But they don't have like really any like pressing, pressing, pressing needs. Now, if if you just run it back and and you, if the Texans perform the way they did last year, there's a chance, and we'll get more into this in the eleven o'clock hour. But there's a chance that they come up short, right? Mm-hmm. No, sure. But there's not like anything that's just like pressing. Pre- running back for me would be the most pressing. You got to figure that out. Mm-hmm. But I, I just I'm. I'm intrigued to see how Nick Casario uh, does it. By the way, we already have the tape on. Uh, I just lo- pursed my Lopez lips. Make a pre- uh, creepy style. It's it's already on. Uh, Figgy Fig just put it out. Yeah, not creepy. Nah, you weren't bad. Well, I just did the. You know, how people like curl their lip and nod their head. That's what I did. Well, you looked twice. So what were you looking at the second time? I look. I did like a double take. Yeah, you did twice. So what were you doing there? I have no idea. Looking at her walk away. Is there a reflect? Yeah, there's a reflection there. Okay. That makes <laughs> yeah, so, so I, yeah, I rest my case. Where'd you put that, Figgy? He put it on Twitter. <laughs> of course he did. Did Lopez make a creepy face? Oh, um, that's not creepy at all. Damn, Figgy, I've I've been spitting fire all day. You can put clips up that quick. Like I call Lopez a creep, and it's up in uh, 35 seconds. I'm just. Saving all the solving all the world's problems and, hey. I, and it never makes it up there. Goodness gracious! How man. is that even remotely close to creepy? I, I, I don't know. I guess <laughs> I guess you would just have to be here, man. <laughs> I, I think the second time I looked, I saw Taylor uh, Tyler going into the studio. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure he was still upright. My man is. <laughs> My man is doing his thing, man. Are you worried about Tyler? Because yeah. they're worried in the afternoons. No, big time. Aren't they limiting him now? No, yes, I am. He, he can only go out twice a week. Dude, <laughs> oh, man. He doesn't sleep, man. <laughs> he doesn't sleep. This time he got here before me. He's all yoked up. Because he didn't go to bed. Dude, he's yoked up. Dude, he's yoked up. <laughs> yes, he is. He's like completely cracked out. I'm serious. Like one, I day, know. one day he was here like seven in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, what you doing here? So I couldn't sleep, so I decided to come and in. And the worst I'm is like, you what? can kind of you can kind of see it on Twitter at times yeah. when he's like just recklessly oh, saying yeah. stuff. Oh yeah. It's like, man. I was like, oh, Tyler made it. Oh, he's here. Must have been fun. Oh, you took two Advil PMs and then woke up by taking <laughs> whatever the hell you take to wake up. Yeah. Awesome, dude. Oh, man. I thanks. mean, you're functioning at a high level. Oh, he's I, doing I, awesome. I'm, I'm just telling you. Like, I've I've uh, I've lived the life you're living. I'm, I'm, it, it gets a little bit more difficult, sir. And I, and, and, and I went hard. I didn't go that hard. Yeah. I mean, I, I would come in at two and, and be, have to be at the morning show, like, like <laughs> back in my day, but... I mean, his passion carries him through, but mm-hmm. oh, man, look at him in there. Yeah. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> he doesn't even know we're talking about him. No, he does not. He doesn't have it up right now. This effing guy. Yeah. <laughs> What's he doing right now? He's elite, though. He can do the job. He's doing the job, man. Yeah. Just might need to get some sleep. It's <laughs> best. Lord. And you know what? I actually think having three dogs makes that more difficult. Well, you, yeah, I mean, just uh, dogs makes it more hard, more difficult. Every every decision you make, they somehow they all sleep in the bed too, for sure. But every decision you make when you have three dogs, I'm actually babysitting two right now. Yeah, it's uh, hard, man. It has to do with the dogs. Oh, I got to get back, let the dogs out. I got to do this. I would again. hate having three dogs. That's a lot. Two might be the limit. Because I think kids are hard, but like mm-hmm. three dogs, it's like yeah, that's a lot. Stuff now. That, that's an awful lot. It makes it happen. Plus, the ones I'm babysitting are wild. Real deal makes it. They're happen. not Gibson. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> they go all over the place. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. We saw one of our, our coffee table. One of our coffee tables was chewed on when we got home. Oh, <laughs> man. Uh, no. You got to go. Oh, yeah. you're doing that. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll be right back, dog. I'm, I'm, I'm going to Ross, and I'll be right back. What are you getting? A Mike Vick jersey. <laughs> Falcons. Falcons Mike Vick. I'll be right back, dog. Uh, you chewed on our toe. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm yeah, going through the Ross pick rack. this dog up. Yeah. Yeah, that's well, yeah, he's had a baby, so. Coming up, one of the Texans' biggest threats to where they want to go was on display yesterday. Am I a little more scared than I should be? Uh, when it comes to something that happened yesterday. We'll cuss and discuss next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.